Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ors. We do ands. The Renault Kajar with 1.91% APR and €1,000 cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finances made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See Renault.ie. Welcome to Heart and Soul, the radio show dedicated to all things BDSM. My name is Mistress Elisa. I'm a dominatrix, BDSM counselor, and life coach. Listen, you've got questions, and I've got answers. And I'll be talking to you from my heart and soul. Hi guys, I'm coming to you today with a quick podcast. I'm going to try to make this one really brief. I know that some of these get kind of long. So here's the question. What is a dominatrix? I'm going to go through this and hit the high points and hope you guys will hear it, get it, and I hope that it will help you to be enlightened as you are seeking to serve a dom. Okay, a dominatrix is going to be a person who is truly uh, like born to be a dom. I don't think you can learn to be a dom personally. I think you can learn to act like a dom. Um, but you see, before I entered the lifestyle, I was always labeled as bossy and bitchy and a know-it-all. You see, outside of BDSM, it's it's a health hazard. <laughs> it just doesn't go over well with people. And so I, I have to have like a vanilla self and then there's like my true self. So I'm able to be much more free and open when it comes to the lifestyle and the lifestyle instead of being labeled bitchy I'm labeled dominant it it's my truth um instead of being labeled a know-it-all I'm considered wise because there're just certain things that I know and you can't pull the wool over my eyes but in vanilla relationships you know you got the guy wanting to be in control he needs to save face you need to communicate with him and waste a few days or a few weeks trying to convince him that it was his it his idea when really he's just a fucking idiot and he's being led by his dick and he's not thinking clearly and so you're trying to help him to see the truth but all he wants to do is just think with his dick you know outside of the lifestyle it just it that doesn't work um, me telling him, listen, this is the truth. This is what's happening. And you really need to look into that. I think there's an issue here. You know, let's talk it out. No, that doesn't work well in vanilla relationships. So in BDSM, you um, will find your place because it just is who you are. Do you know what is best for you and for the person that you're with? This may sound self-righteous, but if you do absolutely know what is best in most circumstances, and even if you don't know what is best, you know how to get there. You know how to get both of you there. You're a dom. You're not pretending. You're not, you know, giggly and, and, and acting and 
um, dressing the role and whipping and, you know, just to get attention, you may do those things if you want. I do those things. They're a lot of fun. But really what's happening is I know myself. I know my guy. I know where we are. And I have a vision for where we are going. It's that simple. And it always has been always has been. So if that, those are the, the types of characteristic traits that you see in yourself, you very well could be a dom, a dominatrix or a dominant female. Um, if you are kink friendly, then you may want to be a dominatrix. If you are not so open with kink, then maybe you want to be in a female led relationship. So being a strong woman in a relationship where you leave the guy, um, but it's mostly vanilla, maybe some kink, that would just be considered a female-led relationship. But when you start to introduce kink and BDSM terminology, then people normally would associate that type of individual as being more of a dominatrix. But really and truly, um, they go hand in hand because out in the world, I'm just considered a strong female, a leader. And in relationships, I look like I'm leading the relationship. So it looks like a female-led relationship. But eh, when when you introduce kink, then that's when people start using the terminology Tom, dominatrix, BDSM, those things go together. So what does it mean again to be a dominatrix? It means that you're just basically uh, the type of person who's normally in charge. You have vision. You know what you want. You go for it. You know what's best for yourself and the other person. Now, and I do want to say that you have to be sensible with these broad definitions that I'm giving. When I say you know what's best, that does not mean that, and I've seen this before, this is absurd. Um, let's say that you're a dom and your guy runs a construction company. Now, the dom has a degree in art. Okay, and the guy runs a construction company and he has 50 employees bitch, hands off. You're not making decisions for his business. I've seen that so many times where the quote unquote Dom is just like, I know all. I am the wisest person in the room. And even if your business suffers while I pretend like I know what I'm doing, then you know, you're just going to do it because you're committed to me. That is absurd. I don't believe in engaging in the ridiculous. And that is absolutely ridiculous. So I am saying use common sense. But um, I know that there are always people who are listening and trying to nitpick and they go from one extreme to the other. What I'm doing is trying to give a user friendly definition or scenario of what a dominatrix is. So don't take what I'm saying to the extreme and go crazy with it unless you're just the kind of person who wants to argue. You know, if you are, then have fun with that. But it's going to be a waste of time because I won't engage with you. So if you are the person who's normally in charge and you're the visionary and you know what you want for yourself and the person that you're with and you know how you want to get the two of you there, you're, yeah, you're definitely the woman in charge. Now, when you start bringing in kink, <laughs> kink is so much fun because what you're doing is using kink to help train his ass. Alpha males, just by virtue of the fact that they are alpha males, 
want to be in charge. Even when they say they want to submit, there's something inside of them that is just like, no, 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 this is how you need to get me there. And no, 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 this is where I'm going. And no, 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 this is what I want to focus on. And um, I'm not the kind of Tom who is going to yell and scream and uh, force you to do anything. What I am going to do is the exact opposite. I'm going to soften my tone. I'm going to bring in uh, my bag of goodies. And I have a different bag of goodies depending on the situation and who it is. So sometimes it's going to be toys. Sometimes it's going to be mindfuckery. Sometimes it's going to be a chastity device. Mm, and sometimes it really depends on how I want to be entertained. Sometimes I, I may just... Uh, tease and deny for hours or days or weeks but one thing that I will not do is if you've been a bad boy I'm not going to give you what you want and pretend that I'm punishing you because what I'd really be doing is just rewarding you so for me kinks serve two purposes one they serve the purpose of helping to train the sub and two they serve the purpose of helping to strengthen the relationship that you have because the dom is going to be the person if she's skillful skillful enough in what she does she's going to be the person that the sub is thinking about from the time that he wakes up throughout the day at the end of the day he's going to be wanting to run to his queen and uh, serve her, check in on her, make sure she's happy. She is such an integral part of his very core that he's a little bit lost without her. And the irony of this is that this is what vanilla women want. Vanilla women want this. But the way that they try to get it is by being manipulative and clingy and bitchy and, you know, just nasty and... Yeah, how, how is that shit working for you? That that doesn't work. Really doesn't. What does work is if you get inside of his head and you start to wrap him around your finger. Absolutely, that could work. It doesn't work with someone who is um, uh, self-righteous. It doesn't work with someone who is manipulative and cunning. This will only work with good boys with men who are either submissive already or who are craving submission. The ones who crave submission but who are still holding on to their control, they can be a little bit tricky to work with, but anything's doable. Oh yeah, you can work through those walls. Absolutely. Adam is going to know or she's going to have the ability to learn, you know, what to do with her good boy. It's not just about interacting with him uh, for the sake of, uh, well, I don't want to say just, it's not about interacting with him to make yourself feel good. If you have self-esteem issues, uh, BDSM is not going to be, it's not going to be a healthy place for you. Because just like uh, submissive men can develop addictive patterns, doms can as well or at least those who are pretending to be doms 
they can also develop addictive patterns and you know exhibit unhealthy behaviors you don't want that so if you know who you are and you know who your good boy is and you know what it takes you know where you want the two of you to be and you know what it takes to get you there then you set about doing it I believe that a true dominatrix will set guidelines you know she's not going to be the kind of person who is just leaving everything open-ended so that she can punish him just for the sake of punishing him I see that kind of silliness a lot no you're not trying to set him up for failure you're trying to set his ass up for growth you want him to grow and to evolve and as he grows and evolves his submission becomes more beautiful and that's going to be more fulfilling to you you see there are so many quote-unquote doms who are investing and breaking their subs here's my mantra broken toys are no fun to play with I'll say it again broken toys are no fun to play with you're investing two or three years in breaking this guy's soul and his mind and ripping him to shreds and then when he's got nothing left you toss him away like a piece of shit what do you think is going to come back to you what do you think is going to come back to you it's not going to be pretty Adam realizes that what she does to others comes back to her do you know what comes back to me love and appreciation and respect and adoration my guys are really good guys the, the hiccups come in when you know they get triggered they feel pain hurt shame embarrassment they judge themselves they start to you know kind of go into that old pattern that they had but because you know their their focus is to get better it is to be a better human being a better sub a better man a better father a better husband a better lover a better human being then they don't stay there they will start to work through that space but they can't do it without the Dom being there to support him if he is going through that kind of a moment and you are just there to tear him down and to take advantage of him take his money you know get his information so that you can blackmail him and destroy his life I I don't see that as a Dom honestly I see that as a that person is more like a sadistic bitch and I'm a bitch so to me that word can actually have a positive meaning but in this situation it, it doesn't a person who is actively working to destroy other people is not a Dom in my opinion a person is not a dominatrix there's something else going on there I believe that dominatrices have the capacity to feel to empathize to understand they practice using wisdom they embrace um, the learning process and that makes us even more wise I should not be the same Dom today that I was last year on this date I should be evolving and growing just as I want my subs to evolve and grow 
Adam is going to be like a never-ending well of whatever it is that the, the sub needs. If he needs, uh, you know, some... Um, like, if the world has just worn you down, then you get to come to your dom, and she helps all of that to disappear for a moment. It's not a distraction, but what it is, is just you being able to find balance. You get to step away from the craziness of life, and you get to to stand back and be objective, to think, to see something with new eyes. And depending on the type of relationship that you're in, if the Dom is in control, then she may tell you what's next and what you're going to do. If you are married and you've got children, then that call may or may not be yours alone. Um, examples. If you um, are wanting to go out and see prostitutes, yeah, then as a Dom, I'm going to take control. And let me clarify, as a Dom, I do not sleep with my clients. Let me just make that clear. I do not sleep with my clients. I do not have sex with them. So when a client is coming to me and he's trying to work through something, um, he, he has submissive urges, but he's lost his way and he's gotten caught up in, in um, seeing prostitutes and you know paying people for sex, um, escort services and that kind of thing, then what I'm going to do is walk him through that and I will set boundaries for him and I hold him accountable. So depending on the relationship that you have with your dom, um, maybe she's in charge so that she can help you to get your life in order. Maybe what she's doing is um, she's priming you to be her good boy. So if you are being disobedient, maybe you didn't uh, come home right after work. Maybe you decided you'd swing by somewhere and you're not accountable for where you were. Uh, yeah, that's not going to go well with me. But what I'm going to do is pull that information out of you and that's not going to happen again. And so you have these two different scenarios where your dom is either leading you to be a better person, a better father, a better husband, a better human being, or she's training you to be in her space. She's training you to be her good boy. What is a Tom? I'm giving you guys these these um, characteristic traits off the top of my head. I decided not to write a list because I just wanted to talk about what's inside of me and how I try to be a Tom. You know, what it means to me. And this is important because there are so many images that are false. Being a Tom is not about being a bratty bitch. Being a Tom is not about, um, you know, ignoring a person because it's going to turn him on sexually to be ignored. That's not, that's not being a Tom. Being a Tom is not about um, using Team Viewer and getting access to his computer and getting a bug put on your computer simultaneously. Yeah, because you're so silly. Um, it's not about doing that and calling yourself a Tom. It's not about collecting things so that you can get online and say, look at what my pay piggies bought me. These people are not dominatrices. That is not what a dom does. That is not who the real doms uh, are. It's not what we are about.
And I think that it's time that people started speaking up about this. We are being mislabeled. You know, there's a, a lot of, there are a lot of misunderstandings about the lifestyle in general, but at the heart of it are the people who are in charge. And so as long as people misunderstand who Adam is, then I believe that there will be misunderstandings about the entire lifestyle. If we are to get clarity about the lifestyle, then it's going to start with the people who are in charge. And so I'm making this message because I want to hold us accountable. I hold my subs accountable. I'm going to, I'm going to hold Dom's accountable as well. Being a dominatrix is not about being a person without morals, without character, and just being an overall asshole piece of shit. That is not what it's about. It is not about destroying people. I love my guys. I don't beat them into submission. I lure them into submission. I take care of my guys. I don't destroy them. Because the better they are in life, the better they are as subs. How in the hell can you destroy the soul of the person who is the sub and think that that person is going to be with you long term think that they are going to you know really care for you they may be afraid of you they may revere you they may appreciate you they may feel like they need you but when you're destroying them that's not real love they don't really love you and if you find yourself lacking love, if you don't love yourself, you don't come to BDSM looking for approval from men. If you find that you don't love yourself, you don't put on the label of dominatrix and try to act out the most unhealthy, immoral, unethical activities possible and go around flaunting this these activities killing your own soul and labeling yourself as a dom it's a farce it's a sham it's not true it's not accurate these types of people are not doms a dom is going to be sensible and wise there's going to be something about her that is almost otherworldly she doesn't have to announce it but you see it and you feel it because there's something else there that that is just inherently inside of her. I believe that if you're looking at the lifestyle through through eyes of integrity, then you're either born to be a dom or you aren't. But it's unfortunate that people are finding themselves coming to the lifestyle in flocks because of any reason besides the fact that it's their truth. They want ex excitement. They want to spice things up. They're bored. They want a distraction. Those are not the reasons to come to BDSM. Those are not the reasons to convince a man that you are going to be in control of his life. Especially if you're not even concerned about his life. If you're not concerned about his well-being, 
If your goal is to absolutely destroy him and rip him to shreds, you're, why are you there? You don't have to call yourself a dumb to do that. Just call yourself a bitchy girlfriend. I'm really frustrated with seeing people try to, not try to, seeing people taint the space and making all of us look bad. Find a dom, guys, if you're truly submissive, find a dom who's going to take care of you. By that, I do not mean cater to your ass. I do not mean service you. I do not mean that you submit to her a checklist of what you want and she obliges. Nope, that is not what I mean. What I mean is she is wise and all-knowing enough to be able to reach inside of you and figure out what's going on and she decides what to do with you. And your response is, yes, mistress. I do want to clarify that being in this lifestyle as a married man does not mean that your devotion goes to your dom and you throw your life away. I just had this conversation um, today and yesterday with some new clients. It does not mean that you throw your entire life away. Your wife is important to you more than likely. Your children are important to you, I'm sure. And if you are really honest with yourself, the thought of throwing your entire life away just for a sexual high is probably going to be pretty damn painful. So no, you don't need a dom who's going to make you jeopardize what you have in real life. If you find yourself caught in the predicament of I'm married with children but I'm truly a submissive male then what you need to do is look for an outlet for your submission you don't need a sex toy you don't need someone who's going to cater to you sexually we are not sex workers true doms are not sex workers so you don't go to a sex uh, to a excuse me you don't go to a dom to get off, you go to a sex worker, a prostitute, an escort for that. You come to a dom because there's something else inside of you that wants to be seen. Because you see, you're not going to be fulfilled walking around and not having been seen. There is no fulfillment in that, I assure you. A dom is capable and wise, and in many situations, all-knowing. She is strong, she is sure, she is confident, she's probably freaky, <laughs> she's probably creative, she doesn't need a, a wish list from you. What she needs is, needs is your submission, and when you submit her creativity, will be ignited and she'll come up with things for you that you never dreamt possible and they will reflect your truth and it will be amazing because you weren't expecting it because she knew she knew what to do and when to do it and how to do it sometimes it's sexual sometimes it isn't okay 
I hope that you guys understand that as I'm talking about these things, I've been going back and forth between pro-doms, which are individuals who get paid um, for a service in the lifestyle, but that service does not include sexual interaction, uh, sexual intercourse, I should say, because the actions themselves are sexual in nature many times. But a dominatrix is not going to sleep with you. Um... And the other side of this is lifestyle dominatrices. Those are going to be people who are looking for the female-led relationships with some kink in them. Okay, I hope that this podcast has helped you to understand who you should be looking for if you're truly submissive and you find yourself frustrated in the lifestyle you find yourself going from one person to another to another to another to another you find yourself collecting five or six people because one person just isn't doing maybe you have some insight now as to why this is one you're probably approaching the lifestyle in an incorrect fashion two you're probably not interacting with true doms all right, guys, so this is it for me today. Remember, uh, if you want more information about me, Mistress Elisa, you can go to my website, alisacoaches.com, A-L-I-S-A-C-O-A-C-H-E-S.com. I'll see you guys again soon.